Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to Emmanuel Church Online. We are so glad that you could join us. No matter where you are joining us from today, if you are at home or if you are at work or if you are out and about in the world, we hope you are being safe but enjoying the time that we have together here uh, on this stream today. Um, Today we are beginning a brand new series called Better Together, Navigating Relationships in a Post-Pandemic World. And we know that the pandemic isn't over yet, but we are hoping that we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel this year as we see vaccines start to roll out. But all that being said, we know that this year and this past year and this year too has brought with it unique challenges when it comes to relationships and the relationships that we have. I know that we we typically think around February time that we're going to be talking about love and marriage and dating and or things like that. But what we are talking about is not just those kind of relationships. We are we will touch on that, but we are also talking about family relationships, friendships, relationships with coworkers, relationships with the people that we are around day in and day out. That is what the series is about, because many of us have had those relationships affected during this time. Many of us have faced challenges during this time because we haven't been able to see family for special occasions or for holidays or for times where we usually come together to grieve or celebrate. We haven't been able to do the things that we've wanted to do, travel as often as we have, or go out and celebrate or or just have a good time with friends. With social distancing and other measures has often kept us distant from the relationships that we have. And for many, maybe, maybe many of you that might be watching this might also be struggling with the fact that even before the pandemic began, we were still struggling with relationships. We were still struggling with loneliness. In fact, some research shows that in the United States, 61% of, a, of adults in, the, in America struggle with loneliness. And it was a problem that was already, being, already growing here in the States, but continued to be exasperated because of the pandemic that we are facing. Relationships are important and are key to who we are as human beings. God created us to live in community. God created us to live together and live out this life together. He he never intended for any of us to live out life on our own. That was from the very beginning when we go back to the story in the Bible of the Garden of Eden where God creates Adam and he says it's not good for man to be alone. And he creates for him Eve and then tells them to go out into the world and build the world around them, to build community and and to work this world together. And so we are created for relationships, relationships with each other and relationships with God. 
And so throughout this series, what we are aiming to do is to be able to look at what it means to build better relationships, to grow deeper, to to even fix relationships that maybe have been damaged through this pandemic or maybe have been damaged through other means. We want to be able to see what God says about the relationships around us and how we should navigate them well. Today, the title of my message is Building Better Relationships. And what I want to do today is I want to take some time to talk about what are the building blocks for good and healthy relationships. It might be easy for us to spot negative traits. You know, we we think about lists. We always think about lists in this context. You know, I remember before I got married, Uh, to Lajinska, people would often ask me, what is your list? What's the list that you have? We have lists when it comes to what the kind of people we want to have in our lives, the kind of romantic partners we're looking for. Uh, We have lists for all kinds of people that we would like to have as friends. And uh, and and even though we can't choose our family, we have lists about how we wish they would be better in our lives. So today, I want to talk about what makes good and healthy relationships. How can we build better relationships? Because when we have healthy relationships, we are brought into a place of healthier living, and we are able to do more. We are able to accomplish more in community, in groups, in, in, together than we ever could on our own. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, Verses 9 through 12, the Bible tells us and gives us a glimpse of wisdom about what it is uh, that makes, that can make relationships so strong. It says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Even if one of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. God designed us to be in relationships. And the author of Ecclesiastes sees this. And he says two people, even if it's just two, can do so much more than just one person alone. And goes even further to say at the end, a cord of three strands cannot be broken. And that image is very uh, clear to me because when we got married, in marriage ceremonies, we usually uh, people usually have like a unity ceremony, which is usually lighting of candles and uh, something like that. But in ours, we had a cord, three cords, three strands of rope, And we tied them together, together, to represent one for me, one for my wife, and one for God. And that when you bind ropes like this together, it makes them stronger. And like when you, just like that, when you bind people together, it makes them stronger and they are able to do so much more. So how can we, through biblical principles, through through sound advice, how can we build better relationships? What does it look like? For us to do that. So I have five things, and don't worry, I'm not going to take as long as you might think. 
five key building blocks to healthy relationships, to how to build healthy relationships. First, if we want to build any kind of relationship, we have to be intentional. Building relationships doesn't happen overnight. You, you might have encountered people over uh, throughout your life that you've just clicked with, you know? People that were easy to talk to, easy to get along with, and seemed so, it seems so simple. Yet, out of context, maybe out of the situation, maybe a little bit later, you're no longer talking to that person. You might have clicked well, but it didn't stick because there wasn't any com communication, there wasn't any intentionality, one person didn't seek out the other. Relationships are like that. You have to be intentional. You have to put in effort to be able to pursue and to grow relationships. If we don't have any intentionality, we will not see relationships grow. Part of the reason that we have this touch and go, though, with relationships, we see that all over cul our, our culture. Relationships aren't deep anymore. They're not, uh, they're, they tend to be shallow. And part of it is because we've been conditioned by social media that it's enough to be friends as long as you like my posts, share my posts, or you follow me. It, in some cases, it's just that. Well, if you follow me, then we're friends. I know you. But relationships are so much more than that. There, there is so much more that is involved, and we have to be intentional. I'm not saying that you cannot build good relationships with people that you meet online. No, in fact, you can build solid and stronger relationships often than people that know each other in person. But the thing is, we have to be intentional about it. That's the difference. That's the key. If we want to build something strong, we have to invest time and effort into it. Depth doesn't come from knowing someone just for a few days. Now, I'm going to talk about the movie Frozen. And I, my wife knows this. I hate Frozen. But there's just one scene in the movie that I'm like, you know what? This is so true, though. In the movie Frozen, in any Disney movie, really, what happens is someone meets and they go through a meet-cute situation and suddenly the princess and the prince or whoever they are end up being together and they're happily ever after despite only really knowing each other for a few days. But in Frozen, what happens is the character Anna meets a guy and she sings the song with him. It doesn't even go too well. They don't even click right. And at the end, she's like, now I'm convinced that this is the connection that I've been searching for. This is the thing that I need in my life. So she decides that today I'm going to get married to this man. And she goes up to her sister, Elsa, who is the queen, and she tells her, look, I met this guy. He's a prince. I'm going to marry him. And Elsa just looks at her as like, no. She was the voice of reason in this situation, which is one of the reasons why I enjoy this scene, because the voice of reason says that uh, our, we, we say that we can develop close relationships instantly, but it takes time. It takes effort. We have to put effort into our relationships. And that means there might be some relationships that don't pan out, some friendships that don't stick, because both sides aren't putting in the same effort. An interest, and that's okay. That's that that that's how life is, and that's how life works. But we cannot assume we will be best friends with just anybody that comes our way. We have to be intentional about building our relationships. Secondly, 
the key to strong relationships of any kind is found is is found in its foundation of love. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 to 14 says, "Bear with each other and forgive one another if you have any if any of you has grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity." The Bible tells us to that love is key when it comes to relationships. God loved us first, and that's how he intended to build his relationship with us, that he is love and that he expressed that through Jesus before we even had an opportunity to. Love is the foundation of good and healthy relationships that you care about others. Colossians tells us that we have to bear with one another, help each other. Relationships are about togetherness. It's about more than one person. It's not just about yourself, but oftentimes we can find ourselves trying to get something out of friendships, trying to get something out of relationships, and we tend to make those kinds of relationships selfish. They're more about us than they are about the other person. But the Bible tells us that we need each other, to help each other, to lift each other up. That's what love does. People can make us better, but only if we share the burden of life together. So it tells us, bear the burden of life with, together. The Bible tells us it's also love. Love also is understanding and forgiving. You know, we come from a lot of different places in life, and different struggles and different things that we have faced. Yet, Love is understanding. Love is gracious and takes us as we are. We can become better, but we have to be able to be accepted first. And if we are accepted, then we will grow. But the Bible tells us to, to, to bring and forgive grievances, problems, issues that you have. Let forgiveness be that foundation. That forgiveness comes from love. We have to be able to accept people as they are. And love binds us together in unity. It says that love brings us together in perfect unity. If we are pursuing the relationships though for our own selfish desires, guess what's going to happen? Those relationships will fall apart and we will end up on our own because that's not what they were meant to be. But instead, if we have love as our foundation instead of selfish desires, we will see those relationships last because love is a strong foundation. Three, the third aspect of a good and healthy relationship is a good relationship is built on trust and respect of others. We often live on the assumption that people need to earn our trust, so we make people jump through hoops. We have a list of criteria of what it means to be able to give trust away to other people. But right, And that might be rightly so, because many of us, maybe we, we feel that way and we make people do that because we have been hurt in the past. But a part of growing and part of helping and building develop healthy relationships is letting that go to God so that we can start the process of healing. If not, we will remain with a wall built in front of us for the rest of our lives, and we will keep everyone out. But if we want 
healthy relationships, we have to allow ourselves to give that over to God so that we can begin to trust others. We can begin to trust others. Trust and respect, though. Respect is key here because respect allows us to view people in the proper light. A lot of times because of hurt, because of pain, and because of other things in our lives, we tend to push people away and hold them at arm's length. But God wants us to understand that no matter what background they come from, the first thing that we should see is that they were created in the image of God. And if only for that reason, they are deserving of respect. They are deserving of dignity and rights and love. They are deserving to be able to experience God and know God and know people. We have to give them that respect as a fellow human being that is walking this journey of life with us. If we allow that, if we put all of that away, we will be able to get past our prejudices, get past our judgments and assumptions, and be able to build stronger relationships if we respect people instead of seeing them as some kind of enemy. Fourth thing here. In order for relationship to grow and deepen, there must be communication. This one seems obvious, but it's, I think it's one of the ones that we often lack. Because when it comes to our relationship with God, we think, well, we know that communication builds relationships, but when it comes to our relationship with God, we don't do the proper communication, and so we often lack in our relationship with God. But the same thing is true of others. We know this in our minds, but somehow we have let it slip through, and we don't talk to the people that we should. We don't, we don't communicate as often as we should. We don't, we're not honest or open. We're, we're, not being, we're not communicating properly. But communication is key. If we don't talk, you won't progress. There are people, like I said, maybe that you've clicked with or maybe that you've been friends with, but maybe they've drifted away during this time because of that very reason. 2020 has was hard on relationships, and we are getting a chance. We, we might have a chance. We can have a chance to renew those relationships again. If we are willing to speak, if we're willing to open the lines of communication. But talking alone isn't enough. We need to be, because you can talk for a long time and say nothing. I mean, I've done that. I've had conversations. I don't even remember the beginning or the middle or the ending. I just remember there was talking. But talking is important, but it's not enough. We need to be able to communicate with honesty. We have to be honest. And I don't mean that you have to share your whole life story with every person that comes that you come across, that you have to share all the deep, dark details. Lord, no. We need to be able to, though, be honest about what we're feeling, how, how we are, who we are. Because a lot of times when we communicate with people, we tend to hide ourselves. But we need to be honest about these things, uh, about what's going on inside of us. Because if we're not honest, then all we're doing is putting up a facade. And the friendship that we're creating is based on an untruth. But we need to be able to communicate honestly. 
We must also learn to listen well. Many of us like to share and give advice or hear ourselves talk. Or we like to be the ones that are in control of a conversation. But we might not often be the ones that li listen well. But listening is key to communication because it tells you how to respond. It tells you how to respond to the people that you're talking to, the people that you're living life with. It reminds me uh, of a scene in Doctor Who. And I know that I mention Doctor Who every once in a while, but it is one of my favorite shows. And a scene in Doctor Who where the doctor is talking and he says, well, normally I take naps when everyone else is talking. He didn't listen well. And because of that, often his relationships are strained, but we need to be able to listen well if we are going to understand those around us better and even understand ourselves better. And number five, no healthy, rela no healthy relationship, however, can be without boundaries. Boundaries keep us grounded and also allow us to rest. Boundaries may not seem like it's a good thing to have in our lives, but it definitely is. Boundaries keep us healthy. Boundaries keep us ourselves. We cannot always say yes to everyone. Unless it's Jesus, always say yes to Jesus. You don't have to say yes to everybody else all the time, but you should say yes to Jesus all of the time. If we do not create boundaries in our relationships, we will wear ourselves out. Boundaries aren't about keeping others out, but they are be there to keep ourselves healthy. They are keep, they're there to keep ourselves rested. They are not about, they're not about creating walls, but instead creating a healthy line which we need to live by. Because we need, we need that. If we don't have time to ourselves, if we don't have time to rest, to do the things that we enjoy, to get away, to step, off, to step away from what's going on around us, to detach from social media, to say no when we're tired or sick or there are things going on. If we don't have that, then we cannot be a better husband and father, wife and uh, mother, sibling, son, daughter, friend. We cannot be those things because eventually we will wear ourselves out without boundaries and we will have nothing left to offer anyone else. Boundaries can be alone time, time with other friends, time for hobbies, a day off, a day without social media, whatever works for you, but they are there. Ultimately, boundaries are a form of love for yourself and for others so that you can be the best that you are for those that you care about. Jesus demonstrated this to us, and we need to remember that. Jesus preached to thousands, and he had the core group of 12 that he would often minister to and do life with. Yet, in Luke chapter 5, verse 16, it tells us, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. He understood that he needed boundaries to be able to stay and remain healthy and connected to God so that he could serve others better. Having good relationships in our life is a way we love God and love others. It connects us to the work that Jesus does in this world. 
He came to connect us to God and to connect us to others. And when we build healthy relationships, we do the same. And as we go throughout the series, we want to be able to understand how to do that better. But more than that, what I've shared with you today, these are not just qualities of a good and healthy relationship, but they are how we build better relationships. When we intentionally seek others out, we build our circles wider and deeper as we go closer to others. If we have broken and damaged relationships, love helps us bring healing to it. Like in 1 Peter 4, 8, where it says love covers a multitude of sins. When we learn to trust and respect, we don't see people as hostile enemies, but instead people who are in need of the same trust and respect that we are. When we communicate, we can open up and connect to others and learn to understand them. And when we set healthy boundaries, we give people to be the freedom, the freedom to be who they are and the freedom we need to be who God created us to be too. Today, as we close out, I challenge you to look over these qualities and see where, where am I lacking? Is there something that I'm lacking? And how can I implement these into the relationships that are around me? I want to pray for you today that we might be able to form deeper and richer relationships this year that we might see healing come to relationships that we've seen brokenness in this year. And that we believe that God will connect us closer to others and as well as to himself. Father, we thank you for this word today. We hope that we will exemplify these building blocks of relationships. That as we draw closer to people, we would be able to draw closer to you and we would be able to be to, for people to know you through us as well. But God, right now, I want to pray over the relationships that everyone has today, whether it's family relationships, dating or marriage, whether it's friendships or coworkers or those that are around us, God. I pray for broken relationships today, that you might bring healing to them that you might bring reparation and forgiveness, that you might be able to mend things that no one else can mend but you. I pray that you would deepen relationships, Lord, friendships, that you would grow new relationships, that you would bring people together, connect them, so that they might be healthier, God, so that they might know you better and know you deeper through the love of others as well, Lord. We pray that as we go throughout this year and we go throughout this series, that you would teach us what it means to be better together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that this message has blessed you today, and we hope that you have a good week. We are praying for you. We love you. We miss you. If there's any way we can pray for you, let us know in the comments or in the chat below, wherever you're watching this. We, we hope to see you soon. God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. 
And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.